Shalom Obracha, and welcome to TanakhStudy.com. My name is Ralph Tawil, and we'll be learning Mizmor Memzayin of Tehillim, uh, Psalms chapter 47. This Mizmor is broken into three parts, and as a whole, the Mizmor reflects the idea of Kabbalat or Malchut Shamayim, of accepting upon oneself the yoke of the Kingdom of Heaven, stating and restating God as God being having dominion and being the king over all the earth. The Mizmor deals with the, the question, on the one hand, God, God is king over all the earth, and on the other, he is our God, God the God of Yaakov, of, of, the God of Israel. And the Mizmor answers that in a very clear way, by saying God rules over all the earth, dominion over all the earth, and he pr- protects his nation through all the difficulties as we saw in the previous Mizmor. This Mizmor continues the previous Mizmor as the previous Mizmor describes the nations and the world being in a very cataclysmic event and Israel coming through, Am Yisrael, the nation of Israel coming through unscathed. That event proves God's dominion on the one hand over all the world and his championing and is defending uh, the nation of Israel throughout. The Mizmor is a continuation of the Bnei Korach Mizmorim that is dealing with the whole question of human kingship versus God's kingship and an attempt to explain why we, the nation went into exile as it described in 40 chapters 42 and 43, the beginning of the Bnei Korach Mizmorim. Mizmor begins, Lamnatseach Limdei Korach Mizmor. Kol ha'amim tik'u chaf, hariu l'elohim bekol rina, ki Adonai elyon nora, melech gadol al kol ha'aretz. All the nations should clap hands, they should shout to the Almighty with a sound of singing, because God on high is revered and awed. He is king, the great king, on all the land. Yadber amim tachtenu, ulumim tachat raglenu. Yifchalanu et nachalatenu, et geon Yaakov asher ahev sela. He will subject nations underneath us and peoples under our feet. He will choose for us a land portion, a territory, the high hills of Yaakov that he loves, Selah. The Selah divides, the the first, uh, defines the first section of this, of this Mizmor. And this gives the, the response, he is Melech al Kol Haaretz, he's a king over all the, all the world, (coughs) and he will subject nations underneath us, underneath his nation. And, under our feet, describing a victory and a dominion that God's dominion is is tra- transmitted to Israel's dominion over the world and his ability to defend itself against his enemies. He will choose for us a nahala. The word nahala here is a specifically a land portion. And it gets more specific, as it always does in parallelism. Uh, it's not just nahala, it's which specific nahala Geon Yaakov, Geon, meaning on something high or something, something swelled, 
And Geon Yaakov is the, probably referring to the hills and the mountains of the, of the land of Israel, of Yaakov, that he loves. The first, this first section is a kind of invitation to all the nations to come and recognize God's kingship. The second section is actually describing the process of uh, a kind of coronation ceremony, if you will, that might have been repeated every year. Let God go up with shouting and with Hashem, Yudkevavke, Hashem, with the sound of the shofar. Again, you have the parallelism working uh, in a way that the second part is more specific, more intimate. And the first part of this sentence, of this verse, you have Elohim mentioned. Elohim being uh, the God of all, Almighty. And in the second, Yudke Vavke, specifically Hashem, the name of God, the specific name of God, that's known as the God of Israel. Bitruah, in the first one, Bitruah is shouting, or any type of loud noise. But in the second half of this parallelism, in the second half of this verse, you're very specific. What kind of teruah? It's a teruah of the sound of the shofar, of the ram's horn. This is a, a call for the peoples to begin singing. And now, in the next verse, we have the, the next two verses, we have the, the word, the, for, the verb for singing, mentioned five times. Zameru Elohim, Zameru, Zameru, Limalkenu, Zameru, Kimenech Kolaret Elohim, Zameru Maskil. Sing to the Almighty, sing. Sing to our God, our King, sing. Because He is the King over all the earth. God is the King over all the earth. Sing with, with intelligence, with enlightenment. Again, this parallelism is so stark over here that most of the words in, the, in verse 7 are the same. The only word that gets changed is Elohim to Malkenu. So that puts a, the, the, the repeated words, Zameru, 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 really serve to focus us on this main point of the Mizmor. The main point being that Elohim, the Almighty, is Malkenu, is our king. But lest we make the mistake of thinking he's only our king, then the very next verse, Chet says, Kimelech kol haaretz Elohim. And it defines not only he's our king, but he's the king of the whole earth. God, the Almighty, is the king of all the earth. And therefore, Zameru, sing, maskil, with great enlightenment and reflection. Malach Elohim al goim, Elohim yashav al kiseh kotsho. Yidivei amim ne'esafu, am Elohe Avraham. Ki l'Elohim ma'ginei eretz, God, at this point, is the king of all the nations. At this moment, God sits on his holy throne. The great men of all the nations gather together. The nation, the nation of the God of Abraham because to God is the defense of all the world. He is most high. This last section, 
verses 9 and 10 uh, define what actually just happened in the ceremony. God was anointed, and car, if you will, all speaking in terms of, of uh, using human imagery to define God, um, because that's all we have to define, to speak about when we speak about God, is human imagery. Uh, God at this point became king of all the nations, and he sits at the, he's, he, this moment he sits on his holy throne. This could be a reference to the Aron Abirit, uh, or to, more specifically, to the Kaporet, that was seen to be the, with the Kiruvim, to seem to be the throne, the Merkava, of God. And uh, God is called Yosef HaKiruvim at some at certain points, and the Aron is called the Merkava at other points in the, in the Tanakh. And therefore, uh, it could be that we're, what we're witnessed was the Aron being brought to its place inside, going up the steps of the Beit HaMikdash into Kodesh HaKodashim, and therefore the, the Mizmor uh, might have been a Mizmor said at this ceremony of bringing the, the Aron into the, into the Beit HaMikdash, going up the steps into the Kodesh, and then going through into the Kodesh HaKodashim. This is seen as one that all the nations would come forward, and all Am Elohei Avraham. The question is, why did it say specifically Elohei Avraham? It might be referring to the fact that to Avraham was promised the Nahala, the territory at the outset. The first, he's the first one to whom was promised the territory of Eretz Israel. Or it could be a reference to the fact that uh, all those who see themselves as the descendants of Avraham the ideological and spiritual descendants of Abraham are being invited over here. That might include people who are Yireh Elohim, who are converted to to, uh, to the belief in God that Am Yisrael has, or as we have in in Sefer uh, Bereshit, Berit Abraham, those people who have cut a covenant with with Abraham, and as we mentioned in Parashat uh, Vayera. And the end of Parashat Lech Lecha. So we have the idea of, of uh, the, all the nations coming forward. And the reason is that they all recognize that to God, to the Almighty, is the defense of the, of the earth. Me'od Na'ala, he is very exalted or very raised up. The word Na'ala, Elyon, uh, Al, recurs in this Mizmor. Uh, it might be a reference to the fact that God has been the, on the mountain of uh, of the Temple Mount uh, of Harabait, that is where God is is uh, that's his resting place. And to get up there, you go up, you go into the up to the mountain from a, a lower valley which surrounds the which surrounds a particular mountain. So this mizmor is um, in many customs in the Jewish religion is said on Rosh Hashanah, said specifically before the blowing of the shofar, and the blowing of the shofar and the, the things connected with Yerosh Hashanah have some idea of God being the king uh, the, from, from Rosh Hashanah for the ten days. The word Melech, the word king, is repeated in the, in the, uh, in the prayers, in the Jewish prayers, in the Amidah and Shmona Yisrael. Um, it's stressed. It's a period of God being the yearly, the annual, if you will, coronation of God. And the idea is that the the image of God being as affirming God's kingship over the world it was done also as well in the Beit Hamikdash. That might have been the 
providence of this this world, the earliest providence of this this world. Thank you for listening, and we will continue tomorrow with Mizmor Memachet.